heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. My name is Father Christopher Crotty. I grew up in San Francisco, California. Um, my uh, parents later went on to found uh, a small school called Colby Academy, which I attended for a couple of years. I spent time after high school in the U.S. Navy during the Gulf War as a medical corpsman and then worked in the civilian sector until I the mic is dead. exited the medical yeah. corps into the seminary and uh, went to Holy Apostles, uh, joined the Fathers of Mercy, and have been a mission preacher for approximately 14, 14, 13, 14 years, an associate pastor at St. Martin's when I first uh, was ordained to the priesthood. Um, and uh, I've basically been very interested in my preaching apostolate in the ancient, the early fathers of the Church, uh, early Christian spirituality. Uh, and so because of those, those uh, loves, I am now uh, being formed um, to be a bi-ritual priest. I am being formed to be able to celebrate the liturgy of the West, uh, but also the liturgy, uh, the liturgy of the East, the Byzantine uh, liturgy. Um, as we know, there's, there's many different uh, rites underneath the Roman rite, or underneath the Holy Father, um, and each church has its own expressions, its own usages. A lot of people, you know, really do believe that there's only the Roman Catholic Church, the Western Church, but in fact, in union with Rome, are many different churches, um, including, for instance, uh, the, the various Byzantine uh, Catholic churches, uh, the Armenian Catholic Church, the Maronite Lebanese Catholic Church, the Chaldean, the Syrian Catholic Church, uh, and particularly in that part of the world, we do have to pray for the uh, persecuted Christians in those countries. Um, or suffering gravely right now, and all those that are persecuted throughout the world because of conflict or, or uh, calamity, we need to pray for them. Absolutely, Father. So that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a background. That's a um, lot. <laughs> I've preached I've preached missions in uh, the vast majority of the United States, uh, excepting Alaska, Hawaii, Utah, uh, Rhode Island and uh, New Hampshire. Father, in your preaching, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm eager to hear um, you had a message for our listeners, and could you spend the next few minutes telling us um, what you'd like, um, how you'd like to inspire us in the faith? Yes, uh, I I think that the main thrust of, of my preaching has uh, has three dynamics, and and the first dynamic is that we mustn't forget the centrality of the gospel message, particularly in this in these times in which we live, where we see wars and rumors of wars. We see kind of a collapse of of moral imperatives in in culture. We we're seeing 
uh, abuse on the rise on so many different levels. Uh, we're seeing violent crime, uh, shootings. Uh, I mean, this is all uh, uh, terrible. And so we truly need the light of the message of the gospel, which is that centrality of the gospel message. And the centrality of the gospel message is very simple. Um, it's Christ and what Christ tells us in the Gospels, and Christ tells us very emphatically. He stands up at the beginning of his, his apostolate, his, his public ministry, uh, he stood up in the synagogue, and he gazes upon all them in the synagogue, and he says, I have come that the blind may see, that the deaf may hear, that the lame may walk. Um, that those that are in bondage may be made free, that those that are then imprisoned may be made free, and that an acceptable day of the Lord be preached. And so this is really the, the powerhouse of messages in the Gospel, uh, because this is the, the condition of man, this is the condition of our brokenness as a result of, of Adam's sin. Um, it's the condition of... Our, our broken human nature. And so Christ, in his mercy and goodness, uh, in his love, being sent forth from the Father, um, in, uh, in this reality, we have grace. And grace is that supernatural aid or gift given to us by Christ that calls us from a nature to a nature which we cannot attain on our own, Therefore, this necessity of this special help called grace. And this grace is found in the Eucharist, the sanctifying grace, in the sacrament of reconciliation, in the sacrament of the priesthood, the sacrament of the sick. But this, these are the normal avenues uh, for healing. And we know particularly that the sacrament of reconciliation has been classified as one of the sacraments of healing. Um, healing of, of the mind, healing of the soul, uh, and also very oftentimes healing of the body, you know. So, and healing, if we think about healing, there's moral healing. Moral healing happens when we are uh, granted the grace of the forgiveness of our sins and the sacrament of our conciliation. Um, so we have moral healing. We have physical healing, which we see, at, you know, like, for instance, at the Shrine of Our Lady of Lourdes, we see physical healings, and these are signs and wonders given by Christ to increase faith. Signs and wonders given by Christ to increase faith. Um, and then, finally, there's also um, spiritual healing. And spiritual healing oftentimes is that healing that goes on through the, through the presence of Christ working in us. It's that hurt that we may have suffered as a youngster, where we become not just reconciled, but there, the, the, the spiritual endangerment that we that we faced can be healed by Christ. Um, the healing of memories, for instance, and things like this. Um, normally, all of these realities take place within the confines of, of the sacraments, you know. Um, but in some instances, as as in physical healings, we can see them happen at shrines or when someone is prayed over or what have you, we can see healings. So those, those are some of the basic 
um, teachings uh, that I've been a, a part of for many years, uh, but that, that would probably be the focus, is to get back to the reality that Christ came to heal us, and that the final healing is is heaven, when we attain heaven. That, that was Christ's mission accomplished Father, in, you, in the individual. You have, you, have, you have a whole semester's worth of teaching in about the last five minutes. So what would, what would be a, something for the listener to hold on to that how could they appropriate any one of these healings for themselves? For themselves? I know you've said grace, and I know you've said the sacraments, but, you know, how on earth is somebody driving along listening to you? How can they find healing? What should they be doing to appropriate, take from this powerhouse that Christ is offering us? Well, the main thing is, is that one of the, one of the uh, prime examples I like to use is from uh, Bishop Sheen back in the day. He took a, a quote from, I believe it was St. Augustine, uh, cor ad cor locutor, heart speaking the heart. And th- this is really the beginning of, of every journey of encounter with Christ, is the soul opening and simply in converse with their Creator, with their God, our Lord Jesus Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, the, the, it, the Holy Father has called for this year to be a year of mercy. And when we speak of mercy, you know, we're, we, we speak of the very Christ who basically encountered people every day of his life and brought people to his love and to his light. So let's consider he forgives the women caught in adultery. He, uh, he heals the blind man. Uh, go wash in the pool of Siloam. Uh, he heals, heals the paralytic. He, he heals the lepers. If we think about any one of those situations, and we particularly, let's say, leprosy, it wasn't just the physical leprosy that Christ healed. The leper had a desire to be healed. So that, that's really the first thing. We have to have a desire to be healed, whether that means growing deeper and spiritually. We have to have a desire. And if we don't have that desire... Pray for that desire. Open up. You know, heart speaks to heart. Core, odd cord, locutor. Let us open our hearts. Let our hearts arise to Christ and seek what Christ desires for us. Um, Father, mercy I, just, I just finished the book by Julian of Norwich, the Gospel of uh, Julian of Norwich, and a friend of mine actually and wrote it. And all shall be well, and all shall be well, <laughs> but, and all shall be well. But yes, yeah. one, one of the takeaways from the book that I got was that the very desires in our heart are Christ gives to us, that he wants to answer them. And so having yeah, the desire can't, is we, a gift. Exactly. You can't, you, but, you can't, you can't, you can't get one up on Jesus. I know, Jesus Christ Father, is always the one that begins the act. I, I, the music is playing, which means we have to take a tiny break. So let's hold that thought and come back in a minute, if you would be kind enough. One minute. We have to take a short break right now on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. You are listening to Healing the Whole Person. I'm Joan McHugh, and we'll be back with Father Christopher Crotty in a moment, who will answer your questions and pray with you over the phone. 
please call us now at 224-585-9734. That's 224-585-WSFI. Call now. Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. My name is Father John Grigas. I'm the rector of the Shrine of St. Max and Colby at Marytown. I'm a priest, and as priests, we are responsible for forming you in the presence of Christ through the sacraments, through the preaching, through everything else. But you are the Christ that goes out into the world and brings the good news. And WSFI is one of the main means. And so God bless all that WSFI does. And please support WSFI in whatever means that you can so that this wonderful station may continue to broadcast the good news and evangelize our culture. WSFI 88.5 FM. Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hello and welcome back to uh, Father Chris Crotty. Father, I feel like we've had a whole semester of apologetics in about the last 10 minutes. Uh, there's a lot to, uh, to think about and ponder um, about praying, Father, about God's desire to heal us. Um, we have a segment now where the listeners have emailed or called in and asked for your prayers. So may I give you five or six intentions, Father, and you would pray for these people on the air? Yes. As a matter of fact, I am sitting here with uh, uh, a very good priest, another very good priest friend of mine, and, and another friend. Uh, and we're... Uh, we are. We'll be in prayer for those intentions oh, that's on the radio so right beautiful. now. Well, all right. The two of you priests, thank you, Jesus, for giving uh, giving yourselves to our listeners. Would you play for Peter? Peter called in. Uh, there's a listener, Maggie, whose uncle has prostate cancer. Could you say a prayer for him? Yes, we'll pray for uh, Peter and and the gentleman with prostate cancer. We will do that uh, after we. Uh, after we get off the phone, we'll uh, we'll pray a hail mary for for those souls. So all right, we'll, now we'll I have, have I have covered. other I have other intentions too, Father. Can you can you note these down and pray for them all? Uh, yeah, we will we will if you, at the end of the show if you can give me the intentions that would be fine. We're we're taking up space on air. Why don't we uh, go into a second part here on the Holy Spirit, which is important to understand. From the first point, which we talked about the centrality of the gospel message, 
uh, the Holy Spirit, the Sanctifier, is is sent to us, sent to us, our Advocate, uh, given to us by Christ. He promised the Holy Spirit to us at the Last Supper. Uh, if I do not go, I cannot send you my Advocate. In this, in this reality, then, uh, the Holy Spirit is sent to us as an advocate, one who, who uh, represents us, one who pleads our cause. And so when we talk about prayers and intentions, we open ourselves to the grace of the Holy Spirit through that inner dialogue with Christ and the Trinity. And that inner dialogue uh, called prayer, and I'll repeat that again, heart speaking to heart, our hearts speaking to the heart of Christ. Christ knows every hair in our head. Uh, Christ knew us before we were we were even in the womb. So even before we form the very construct of petition or intention, Christ knows the intentions of our heart. Uh, and I think this is very important for the modern age to understand in the Church, um, that Christ knows all, He knows the condition of our heart. And so part of the year of mercy in coming to Christ as mercy, uh, to to encounter Christ is to encounter mercy, to encounter His His mercy, His forgiveness, His reconciliation. That's beautiful, so, Father. So prayer, so prayer, with the sacrament of of, of reconciliation, often um, I I think, you know, I think it's important for males. I think it's a great thing to go every couple of weeks. Uh, and and yes. women, mothers yes. and fathers. Yes. Uh, and co- and in cohesion uh, with that great sacrament, to have that in cohesion, absolutely, absolutely, with with liturgy, with the Eucharist, with Eucharistic yes. adoration. Um, but one of my favorite prayers to that is conjoined really in my prayer life is the Jesus prayer. And of so many prayers, it's so simple. We can pray it when we're in traffic. We can pray it when we're frustrated we can pray it if we're facing a job interview if we're you know uh, taking a child to the hospital whatever may be going on in our life whether it's chaos or or even in ordered times we have this wonderful little prayer and it's so easy to say and it's oh lord jesus christ son of the living god have mercy on me a sinner oh lord jesus christ son of the living god have mercy on me a sinner and this prayer is one of the most ancient prayers in the Church. It goes back to the very foundations of, of early Eastern monasticism, which predates Western monasticism or Western religious life. Um, so this is really one of the, uh, the beautiful, little, powerful traditions intact in the faith that we can use in conjunction that opens that heart to that dialogue with Christ. Oh, that is so beautiful, Father. Thank you for that. Can you say that prayer one more time? Yes, it's, O Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's so beautiful, Father. We'll pray that at the end, too, before you, you sum up. But thank you for that. You've reminded me of that. I kind of forgot about that prayer, and it's so easy. Oh, Everybody can do it. Right. I, and that's my, that's my, you know, as a priest... You know, my devotional life uh, it is not what most would expect. I mean, I, I'm a very simple person when it comes to prayer. I, I love liturgy, mm-hmm. and I love liturgy in common, whether that be liturgy of the hours or liturgy at the uh, uh, at, at the altar. 
But um, my prayer life is really simple, and the vast majority of my prayer is the Jesus prayer, um, because it's a perfect prayer, actually. Yes. Um, because it's a prayer of adoration. It's adoring. Yes. Um, it's adoring God. It's a prayer of, of repentance. I'm sorry for my sins. Have mercy on me. It's a part. It's a prayer of petition. Um, so in that context, it, it fully expresses in two short little lines the fullness of prayer, and that's that's what's uh, incalculate. It's incalculable how powerful that little prayer is in our modern society. You know, um, Father, as I'm looking at all these prayer intentions that I'm going to quickly tell you about one before we wrap up, I, I'm remind. I'm thinking that you know it's it's so. For me to, it, I it gets complicated. I'm always trying to remember what to talk to the Lord about, like to tell Him all these things. But you know, your prayer is reminding me that we don't really have to do that. We just have to pray the Jesus prayer because He already knows what what's on yeah, our heart. He, he knows the. He, and this this is the problem, I think, with some of the Western mentality in in prayer, or let's say, just say modern mentality in prayer is that somehow, by my prayer, I have control over God. And that it, 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 it becomes almost a form of maybe Pelagianism, or... Yes. Um, not, not, to be, not to go too far into that, but I really do believe that, you know, when, I, when our Lord um, revealed Himself to Sister Faustina, it, it, that prayer, you know, the Divine Mercy prayer is almost identical. Uh, um, for the sake of the sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. The the one thing that I think can be corrected in that prayer, and I'm going to be quite frank, is the name Jesus Christ needs to be put into that prayer, because that's the way it was originally written. Yeah. I have a holy card from 1945 from that revelation, and that's how the prayer is, uh, is, is, is phrased originally. How, how the name Jesus Christ got removed from that prayer, I don't know. Well, but it is important because it's at the name of Jesus Christ that every knee shall bow, below the earth, above the earth, and on the earth. Father. So the name Jesus Christ is itself a prayer, and this is also something that we have to remember, that prayers don't have to be pages and pages and pages. Right. Um, well, prayer is simply the rising of the heart in converse with Christ. Father, Christ knows Father. every hair on our head. Um, with that in mind, can I name some prayer requests that you and your beautiful prayer partner, priest, would, will pray uh, for our listeners? I have to name them now because we're nearing the end of the show. So okay, all right. We have the first one I told you about. We have Anita, who has possible gallbladder surgery. She's in a wheelchair. Um, she had previously been poisoned by some kind of an antifreeze, and she had had a vision. And a priest prayed over her, and she was healed. But the mir- and the miracle is now being reviewed at the Vatican. But she is now almost incapacitated for other reasons. So, would you pray? Okay. Put put Amy Anita on your list. There's another okay. call, another listener, Muggsy Morganti, called was called in by his mother, his mother, and there's a 17-year-old has a father who is struggling with addiction. Uh, the father is struggling with addiction. He tried to hang himself with an electrical cord. Would you pray for them, well, the 17-year-old yes. and the father? Oh, wait, I'm not done, Father. I have a couple more. We have Lois of Gray's Lake. 
uh, needs prayers. We have Sandy of Lake Villa. She has migraines due to a neck injury. We have Renee, whose husband just returned from the military and immediately requested a divorce because he has another partner. She is faithful and praying for the marriage to be healed. We have Michael Ann. There's a problem, probably a tumor under her arm. And we have Julie, lung disease and migraines. And so, Father, you have a whole basket full of prayers that are needed Okay, there. well, we will make sure to pray for all these people. Oh, here. that's beautiful, Father. So we have, we, I would like now, would you be able to, um, we have a minute or so left. Would you give us uh, a conclusion to your inspiring message and then give us your pre- priestly blessing and pray for all our listeners well let's just do a uh, 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 a final roundup just saying that remember that prayer is simple and it's and it's easy and it's it's a simple converse with our creator our Lord hears every word from our lips and knows every hair in our head and that that would be the final message for today Maybe at another time we can do another program, which we will we will talk about the pneumatology. We can talk about the Holy Spirit, His mission, and and so on and so forth. So that Wonderful. that I would look forward Wonderful to. Wonderful, Father. Uh, and so we'll we'll close with uh, I'll I'll pray the uh, the glory be to the Father in closing this uh, wonderful radio show. And my prayers and heart go out to all those. Uh, listening in the audience here, and um, I will continue to pray for you. Thank you, Father. And I say hello to all. I say hello to all my friends who are listening. And so, uh, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and unto the ages of ages. Amen. God bless you, Father. It's been so inspiring. That's all the time we have today for healing the whole person. Thank you, Father. That was the most incredible message of hope and healing through prayer. Until the next time, from all of us here at WSFI Catholic Radio, I'm Joan McHugh. Thank you for listening to Father Christopher Crotty, and God bless everyone. Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.